0: Jewish Audio on Kaban.org. Let's face it, we're at a time where unfortunately there's anti-Semitism. There's all kinds of voices and messages going around that seem sometimes to intimidate Jewish people and make us feel uncomfortable. In fact, just the other day, I was with my kids in a park and someone shouted out something. How do we deal with this? What do we do about this? Do we hide? Do we cower in fear? Do we simply minimize... Our presence, unfortunately, a lot of people feel that the way to respond to hatred is by trying to be less, try to diminish yourself, try to hide yourself. What I love about the very first word in this week's Torah portion, just the very first word, just the opening message of the Torah portion, before you even get into the incredible story and Joseph and his brothers, but just at the dramatic moment by Yigash, and he approached, what's the setting, my friends? This is in the palace of the viceroy of Egypt. Joseph is the leader of the nation. And here we have a group of Jewish people being oppressed, being intimidated, and seemingly falling into great trouble by this great leader. What do you do? How do you deal with it? Vayigash love Yehuda. The best way to capture Yehuda's approach is one word, and that is chutzpah. He's not intimidated. He's not afraid. He knows he's here on a message, on a mission from his dear father. He needs to stand up tall. He needs to stand up proud. He needs to get up and demand what has to happen. And that's exactly what he does. With confidence and chutzpah, he approaches his king, Joseph, at the time, not knowing that it's own brother. And he approaches his brother, standing tall, and says, No! You will not take away our brother Benjamin. You will listen to what we are demanding of you and what we are expecting of you. And it is in that moment of tremendous chutzpah and confidence when Joseph's facade comes tumbling down and he's not a villain anymore, rather he's a hero. And Joseph invites his father and his brothers and the families to come to Egypt, giving them everything they need, safety and abundance. But how did it all start? It all started by Yigash Elav Yehuda, and Judah approached him. Judah didn't know that it was Joseph he was approaching. To him, he was standing up with Chutzpah to the leader of Egypt, but he was completely confident he wasn't intimidated. The Rebbe many times spoke about the shift in stature that the brother's experienced from being intimidated. And to being influential. And the Rebbe says that unfortunately we find a similar progression that has been unfolding for the Jewish people in exile for over 2,000 years. We're living dispersed throughout the world and sometimes, unfortunately we are denied our basic liberties and make us feel unwelcome as Jews wherever we are. And naturally we want to protect ourselves by staying low-key and not making any waves. We have the survival instincts. But the Rebbe says, no, we now have to recognize that the world is evolving into a better state than Messianic state where jewish people are not only acknowledged but we will be respected but in order for this to happen we have to stand tall and proud it's not going to work if we are intimidated this week this shabbat this portion is a portion of chutzpah it reminds us to stand up tall and stand up proud and for this there's so many wonderful stories to share with you but I want to focus on one particular story because it's, it's relevant. It's about someone just like us. It's not about a sage, not about a righteous man. It's about another fellow American Jew just like us who is proud to stand up for what he believes in to the extent that when he stood up proud, he ultimately created a light and a ripple effect that inspired so many others. So join me as I introduce you to a nice Jewish boy, a wonderful Jewish man whose name is Paul Cohen. Paul lives in California, and he's a chairman of TWC Sports. This is an individual who, his professional capacity, is a sports agent, and he has negotiated close to a billion dollars in professional baseball contracts, including some incredible blockbuster signings that have become viral, that have had a tremendous impact on the world of sports. Now, in addition to being an incredibly successful sports agent and a philanthropist, Paul is also an observant Jew. And here's a great story that Paul shares about his moments of pride. He tells a story how a few years ago, one of his clients, star pitcher by the name of Tim Hudson, was becoming a free agent. Now, Tim Hudson was a top-tier pitcher. He had more than 200 wins as a major leaguer. He was in high demand. And as the signing date was approaching, there were 15 offers on the table, which were then narrowed down to four offers. We're talking about negotiations of hundreds of millions of dollars. It was a Friday afternoon in November. Negotiations were coming down to the wire. Candlelighting time was around 4.30 p.m. Now, some of the general managers knew a little bit about Paul and his Jewishness, but many of them didn't. And they did not know what's going to happen when 3.30 p.m. on a conference call, Paul says, gentlemen, at 4 o'clock we need to wrap up negotiations because Shabbat enters at 4.30 and I need to enter Shabbat calmly, peacefully, as a Jew is meant to enter the holy day of the week. So you have until 4 o'clock to finalize the decision. They we were shocked. They couldn't believe it. We're talking about negotiations worth millions of dollars. What do you mean? What is that? But Paul Cohen said, I'm sorry. He kept reiterating his point. I'm a Jew and I'm proud and I'll sing it out loud and this is how Jewish people operate. Shabbat is Shabbat and I will not be available after 4 p.m. At 3.58 p.m. Paul realized he's got to take action. So he calls Bob Evans, the general manager of the San Francisco Giants at the time and he says, Bobby... We're good to go. It's all you. The Giants are going to get this deal because nobody else is wrapping it up. I'm going to let the other teams know they're out. Now, I'm not going to finalize the details right now because it's almost Shabbat, but let's talk Saturday night. We'll get it all signed and wrapped up. Now, Bobby Evans was not Jewish, and he turns to Paul and he says, listen, we're so excited to get this contract, but there's no way we could leave things hanging for 24 hours. This is a big, big deal. I'm sorry, Paul. I mean, let, how about this? You do your Shabbat, and I'll just email you some stuff just to sign or just a click, just to click an acceptance. Paul smiled and said, Bobby, it doesn't work that way, my friend. Trust me, it's all good. I'm a Jew. I'm proud. I don't budge. Shabbat is sacred. See you later. And he hung up the phone. Sure enough, after Shabbat, they convened. They completed the deal. Tim Hudson was a San Francisco giant. Great story, my friends. This is a story of standing up for being a proud Jew. But there's more to the story. I want you to join me as we fast forward two years later. It's Tim Hudson's last game, and he's retiring from the San Francisco Giants. The Giants are playing the Dodgers in San Francisco, and Paul Cohen is there with Hudson's family to watch Tim's final appearance on the mound. And they were lucky enough to be invited to watch the game from the owner's suite. And as Paul is there with his family, suddenly he's approached by the president and the CEO of the Giants, Larry Beer. And Larry walks over to Paul and says, can we talk for a moment privately on the side? And Paul says, sure. And as they go over to the side, Larry says, do you remember, Paul, when we did that Hudson deal two years ago? Sure I do, said Paul. I remember very clear. So Larry then looks at Paul in the eyes, one Jew to another, and he says, you know, when Bobby Evans called me that day and told me this whole thing about the cutoff time for Shabbat, I was shocked. How could that be? I mean, I understand Shabbat, you're Jewish, but come on. This is a big deal. We're dealing with so many non-Jewish general managers. We're in the world of baseball, the world of not professional baseball. What what, what, what is this? I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. But Bobby Evans told me, it's true. I try to call your cell phone. You're going to voicemail. You really shut your phone down at 4 o'clock. I was blown away. I immediately called my wife and I said, Pamela, we haven't had a Shabbat dinner with the kids in years. Please, call all the kids. Let's everyone get together tonight. Let them drop their cell phones at the door. We're going to have a proper Shabbat experience because we're Jews and that's what Jews do. You know what, Paul? Larry continues and he says, because of you, we had Shabbat dinner that Friday night. It was so beautiful that we kept it going. And we continue to have Shabbat dinners on Friday nights, which has transformed our entire family. And at that moment... His wife, Pamela, walks up and says, i got to tell you something, Paul. Not only have you changed our Shabbat experience, but I want you to know that my dad passed away three years ago. And unfortunately, we're so disconnected from the Jewish traditions that on his yard site, no one lit a candle. No one said Kaddish. No one went to services. But after we started celebrating Shabbat dinners, I felt when my dad's yard site came up two months later, we need to do something. So we went to show. We lit candles for his memory. We said, Kaddish, I want you to know that you reminded us that we are Jews. My friends, when we stand up tall, when we're proud in who we are, when we step up to the plate, not only it affects us, but it inspires and shines the lives of the people around us, touching so many others and lighting up the world around us. Ask yourself, when is the last time you stood up proudly as a Jew and said, I'm a Jew and I'm proud and I'll sing it out loud.